You're listening to the No BS Nutrition Podcast. I'm registered dietitian Hannah McGee. And I'm neuroscience PhD student Tarek Youssef. And for the next hour, we're going to tackle popular nutrition topics from a scientific lens, promoting fact over fiction with no BS. Welcome back to the No BS Nutrition Podcast. We are so excited to have you here for another week. Woo. Happy Wednesday. Um, I actually, I want to talk, I, okay, so right before we hit record. <laughs> the, the, we're peeling back the curtains here. Right before we hit record, I said, okay, what are we going to talk about like when we open uh, or when we start recording? And Jack was like, oh, I can talk about the Great British Baking... What? No, not Great British no, Baking... No, 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 no. Great British Menu. It's totally different. <laughs> totally different. Anyway, totally so different. then we hit record, and I was like, oh, wait, I want to talk about something. And oh, it has to okay. do with this week's episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it, but I guess not. I'll talk about Great British Menu some other time. No, no, no. Some <laughs> other time. Kidding. No, we can talk about I'm that, too. Kidding. But I'm I wanted kidding. to talk about my... I just wanted to give you... I wanted to... Uh, like, no, I want Please. you to ask me about my wedding oh. planning. <laughs> well, you know, I have been wondering if I should bring it up, but I also know that it's been very stressful lately. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because I... <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, yeah, you know what? Actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I... It, it's... It, it hasn't been that bad. Like, I'm... I'm a pretty, I'm pretty good at putting things into perspective. So it's not like yeah, I've been like totally. crying on a bridezilla, yes. like crying about this. But I am like, we're still a year and three months you away from our wedding, You've got time. and yeah, I'm yeah. already learning that wedding planning is a stressful process. And yeah. Pat and I actually made the decision to hire like a full service wedding planner to mm-hmm. basically. I want to hire her. She seems amazing. She's amazing. Um, hi, Caitlin. If you're listening, she told me that she did Caitlin, listen to the will podcast. Caitlin, we do my wedding. So we do my wedding. I it, want it to I mean, be Italian Renaissance themed. Yay! She would love that in the um, valley. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, we yeah. So we made the decision to hire a wedding planner, and it's funny. Some of our friends like look at us like we're crazy for the fact that we hired a wedding planner, and then okay. some of them are like. Oh yeah, I wish we hired it. one too, or we're gonna do it as well. Yeah, um, it's definitely an investment, but so far it has. It's only. I mean, we hired her in like March, so it's been like six months, and it has been like the best decision we've ever made because, oh, yeah. because even right. only like so we're so far not that far in. I can't speak, um, and it's she's already been like a lifesaver. So we've had these venue kind of problems finding a venue to get married at and we had one and then it one, fell one of the most one of the most basic needs of a marriage <laughs> somewhere <laughs> to, go. to get married <laughs> um yeah so anyways and we've just been thinking about how if we didn't have our, this wedding planner we yeah. would be the ones like co- trying to contact all these venues and dealing with all of like the vendors like firsthand yeah. whereas it's our wedding planner that does it and just kind of updates us and we make 
the decisions, but she kind of does all the communications and gets all the information and whatnot. And anyways, yeah, it's, and it's been like stressful enough and having the wedding planner, not having the wedding planner, but like, Mm-hmm. With Even the with the wedding planner, planner there have stressful. been some yeah obstacles. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm learning that wedding planning can actually be pretty stressful, um, but I'm still trying to, like I said, keep everything in perspective and be positive mm-hmm. that we will find a venue. And it's just tough because a venue, I feel like, is like one of the early things that you have to get before you can then go in and do all the other details mm-hmm. right like you of need course. to get the venue yeah, before yeah. you can then choose the menu because you don't know what they're going to allow or not allow can yeah you stuff from outside not from outside yeah, yeah. Do, what do they do what do they offer not offer yeah. yeah yeah exactly so it really kind of starts with really the venue and then mm-hmm. you can kind of go with other things so that's kind of where we're held back a little bit but anyways yeah i just wanted to give you guys an update in case anyone was curious about my wedding there's no one who cares about me. I have two things to say about that. Okay, okay. okay. One is listeners of the pod, Hannah's engagement photos are literally Met Gala. Oh, like, my God. Hannah looks unbelievable. Pat's there, too. Just kidding, Pat. You look amazing. <laughs> you, you both look incredible. You both look like models. Like, they're gorgeous shots. Aww. And you pick the best place to get your pictures done. Oh, yeah. So that was another stressful thing. Was I know. Yeah, the... Um, if anyone from Nova Scotia, you would know that there was a, sadly, a, <laughs> a beached whale. This is not something I thought was going to come up on the podcast. <laughs> there was a blue whale, that a, um, a deceased blue whale at yeah. the beach that we were supposed to get our engagement photos done at. And um, we thought that, like, we, the day of our photos it was still closed that morning. And then we found out like, I don't know, a handful of hours before our photo shoot that the beach had opened and the whale was, mm-hmm. I don't know if they moved it or what, but anyways, there's a whole thing in Nova Scotia that there was a giant blue whale on the beach at this beautiful beach mm-hmm. in just outside of Halifax. Um, so anyways, that was a stress as well, but that all worked out. So that's great. Um, no complaints there. We got our photos. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a roller coaster. Just riding it. And my and my second thing that I want to say is, yes. Caitlin, when I said Italian Renaissance, I was kind of exaggerating and just joking. We need to talk, but it's going to be minimalist and beautiful. Okay, we're going to hire you. Oh my god, we did it. Okay. Okay. Love so, it. Um, I hope she's listening. Um, I hope she is too. And. Speaking of listening, what can I listen to out of your mouth today? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is actually really funny that you mentioned Caitlin, my wedding planner, because she actually told me about this diet that I'm going to review today. Caitlin coming through. Oh, my God. She's so helpful lately. She's so helpful. Not just with the wedding. Yeah. So she told me about, and maybe you've heard of it, maybe listeners, friends of the pod have heard of it, but I actually had not heard of this diet before. Maybe I'd heard the name of it, but I was not familiar with, like, the protocol or the, like, what you're supposed to eat. So, I'm going to talk about, excuse me, I'm going to talk about the military diet. Oh. Oh. I have a lot of things that come to mind, but they're all just guesses. I've never heard of this. Interesting. I'm very curious. 
this came up between my wedding planner and I, we were talking about, which is actually what I'm going to talk about on Friday's episode, is like the pressure to like lose weight for the wedding and why oh, you shouldn't like try to lose weight topic. for the wedding. So that's what we're going to talk about on Friday. But anyway, oh my gosh, my, teaser. Yeah, teaser. Woo. Um, my planner and I, we were talking about that and how there's so much pressure around like on brides to like lose weight for the wedding and like do all this stuff and diet and want them work out really hard before your wedding. And then this military diet came up. She mentioned it to me um, as like a diet that she's familiar with that like brides Because of done. wedding planning. Like yeah, she knows yeah. people who've done this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the military diet is it's an interesting like premise I guess um it's it's not something I guess I've really heard of before so what it is it's a three-day diet like okay so you do it's only three days of the week that you follow oh oh I see the diet so um but you like you basically are supposed to follow it for as many weeks until you lose the weight that you want to lose, like until you reach your mm. goal weight. So you basically do three days. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I could be wrong. Okay. I didn't, I don't have that in my notes, but um, I'm pretty sure it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You follow the diet plan and then the rest of the week you like go back to regular eating. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, the claims are that it says claims to help you lose 10 pounds in one week. Like, okay. What? Um, okay. That's a pretty steep claim right there. Bold um, claim, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So three days on, you do the diet and then four days off and then repeat for as many weeks until you reach your weight loss goal. Like that's, I don't know. It seems hmm. very like this premise isn't very detailed. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. kind of like, okay, do this and then repeat until you reach your goal weight, which is, I don't know. There's some issues there. Cause it's like, oh, what yeah. if someone's goal weight is way lower than it should be? Like, you know, yeah. a really unhealthy weight or anyways, I'll get to kind of my, um, my beef with the diet in, huh. um, huh. in a few minutes, but I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you first what the diet consists of. So like what the three days look like. Can I tell you what I think it is? Just like yeah. guessing before yeah, you absolutely. tell me. To me, military diet sounds like like astronaut food, like in silver pouches, like just eating rations of like powdered Ooh. foods. Right. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Yeah. I just can't imagine what it is. It's really like I don't know why it's called military. I don't I don't think this is how they eat in the military, but I could be yeah. wrong. Um I also hope that they're not eating such little amounts of calories in the military. But anyways, yeah. let me read this to you. So day 1 is approximately 1400 calories. So Long. again, so already it's like I'm sure there's all sorts of different people doing this diet, like different shapes yeah. and sizes and backgrounds and activity levels, but it just slaps on 1400 calories for everyone for day one. And we so know breakfast... there's research to show that even 
as lo- like even 1500 a day has been shown to like induce people into like basically like starvation mode or whatever like induce binging yeah yeah exactly so so 1400 is low oh yeah and it gets lower too so day one 1400 calories your breakfast half of a grapefruit one slice of toast with two tablespoons of peanut butter and one cup of coffee or tea in brackets with caffeine but you're not allowed to put anything in your coffee or tea like caffeine how funny that they want you to use a diuretic to lose 10 pounds in one yeah, week. Yeah, I know. Um, and, yeah, like I said, Which nothing... we've debunked before anyway, but whatever. Yeah. Just being funny. Nothing yeah, in yeah. your coffee or tea. You can't put cream. You can't put sugar. You, anything you put in your coffee or tea has to be zero calories. Interesting. Zero sugar, like, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. Lunch. Half a cup of tuna. One slice of toast. And one cup of coffee or tea with caffeine. Hmm. Sounds like a snack. Oh my god, the tiniest snack. Like Yeah. And like dry like dry toast with tuna on top. Ugh. <laughs> uh, no okay. olive oil, nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, no olive oil, no butter, no nothing. Like your tuna's not mixed with anything. It's just yeah. half a cup of tuna on a piece of toast. Okay. Dinner. Three ounces of any type of meat. All right, so I'm seeing some variations in calorie intake then here. Cricket, could be cricket, yeah, okay. Um, One cup of green beans, half a banana. One One cup of green beans. (laughs) Half a banana. And one small apple. And one cup of vanilla ice cream. Huh. It's so... um... So strange. One, sorry, one cup of vanilla ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it's so, so this is all kooky, but it's so weird what, how the the calories are not even evenly spread out throughout the day or even like front loaded in breakfast to give you energy in the morning. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like two very small. You're eating your heaviest meal at night? You're eating your heaviest meal at night, but you don't get any, like, grain or, like, you. the only carb you get at night is fruit, which is interesting. And then you get ice cream. And then, um, I don't know. It sounds like diarrhea vibes. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Um, But when I was reading this, like, I was so confused. Like, I just... I don't see the logic. Like I'm, you know, usually there's some sort of like it's it's either like low carb or it's yeah, you know, super high protein or whatever. But I'm like, I Definitely can't not low figure carb. out this diet. It's not low carb. It's not super high protein. It's not super high fat. It's just like low calorie. Like it's just yeah, low you know, calorie. It's just a restricted and... calorie diet. Oh, so strange. Yeah. So that's day one. Now day two is approximately 1,200 calories. So we're we're cutting back every day. Oh my um, gosh! So day two. How can you go to work? Okay, so we'll talk about. And this, you definitely but... can't exercise anyway. Sorry. Right. So we're going to talk about that. So day two, approximately twelve hundred calories. Breakfast is one egg. Doesn't specify how it's cooked or anything like that. One, one egg. Egg. Oh my gosh. One slice. One of egg's toast. like gone. Like I don't even notice one. <laughs> I egg. know one <laughs> egg, one slice of toast, and half a banana. So this is like. 
I don't know about other people. It's the other half of the banana from Monday. You put it in the fridge. These, okay, <laughs> probably. But these breakfasts are seriously like what I, I don't know if I need to put like a content warning on this, but that is like what I would eat when I was like yeah. 14 and had an eating disorder. Like half yeah. a grapefruit, a slice of toast, but I'd only have one tablespoon of peanut butter. And yeah. that would be like my breakfast. And then an egg on a dry piece of toast and oh a piece gosh. of fruit. Like that was yeah. what, I, you know what I mean? And it's so yeah. small. I can't imagine eating such a small breakfast now. An egg and a single slice of toast and half a banana. I would be hungry again in an hour or less. Two seconds. Yeah. 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 Okay. One then egg lunch. is literally like, as I get older and like, I guess I get bigger, I'm like, eggs are shrinking in size relatively to me. I'm like, one egg? Like, it's not, like, my thumb is bigger than an egg. Oh, I anyway. know. Eggs are, yeah. You need to have more than one egg, for sure. If that's your, like, Only protein thing. and fat in your meal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lunch, one cup of cottage cheese. Oh, we're getting protein here. They love cup- a one cup of a... They throw a curveball at you. One <laughs> cup of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> one cup of cottage cheese, one hard-boiled egg, so another egg. But this it's interesting. Breakfast doesn't specify how you cook your egg. Lunch, but it has to be Lunch, you better hard-boil it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know I'm doing it in the kettle, okay? <laughs> okay. And then five saltine crackers. Terrible idea. Ew. I'm sorry. I hate ewing things. Can you cut that out? <laughs> I don't like yucking the yucking food. Saltine yeah. crackers have a space in the world, but like this meal does not sound satisfying. Oh, that sounds like a terrible meal. Cottage cheese, an egg, and five crackers. Five. Yeah, okay. That's a sad lunch. Okay, dinner. Oh, dinner. Ooh, ooh, dinner. We're going to be losing okay. some minutes off our life here. Just wait okay. for it. Two hot oh, dogs. Oh, my God. <gasps> They're dead the next day. <laughs> Two hot dogs without bun. Okay. Oh, interesting. Then maybe okay. they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you have one cup of broccoli, half a cup of carrots, half one a banana, and okay. half a cup of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> There are some weird curveballs, like things I'm not expecting. Hot things dogs, like, broccoli, ice cream, like that grocery cart is also like makes no sense. But okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And then, oh yeah, if you don't know what I meant by losing minutes off of your life with these hot dogs, go back and listen to our episode about. Yeah, you haven't listened to our the former episodes. Yeah, I'm offended. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to day three, approximately 1,100 calories. Okay. Whew, that's not a lot Nothing. of food. Yeah. Five saltine crackers for breakfast, one slice of cheddar cheese, and one small apple. 1,100 calories is less than the um, pesto linguine bowl from Swiss Chalet. That, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that has, that's neither here nor there, but yeah. it's just what I thought of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and podcasts are all about, uh, you know, communicating and, you know, verbal communication. So I thought I'd throw that in there. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, now everybody knows. Okay. Yeah. And then, oh, lunch. Oh, okay. Lunch is one hard-boiled egg or cooked however you like. So they're giving you some flexibility here. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. And one slice of toast respecting me that's it i guess 1100 that is lunch that is a sad snack in my not even a not even a coffee 
No, yeah, coffee got cut out after day one. Which is like, it has no calories, so it doesn't make sense. If they're yeah, going on low cal. That's weird, yeah. Okay, and then lastly, day three dinner, one cup of tuna. Oh, I want a one coffee. One cup of tuna this time. Half a, half a banana and one cup, one cup of cup vanilla of ice cream. One cup of tuna, half a banana, one cup of vanilla ice cream. That makes no sense. Yeah. So. Okay. And then what you would do. After, so, okay. So tell me, what do you think? If you ate, like, if you followed this plan for three days. Diarrhea. <laughs> okay. That's sure. how you're losing the weight. But Diarrhea. then what do you think you would do on day four? <laughs> binge. Yeah. Exactly. I would binge on salty um fatty foods probably it would be like chips yeah like um burgers like that kind of thing like yeah like carb and fat like yeah yeah so exactly and that's like that's what i i mean the main takeaway from this diet is like it just sets you up for like binge restrict like it sets you up literally for like, like diet starts on monday yeah and there's no like um Aside from, obviously, the obvious thing is the calorie deficit is terrible, very low, but um, there's the meal plan is, like, there's no texture or, like, anything. Like, there's no enjoyment or, like, the, the food isn't satisfying. Even. No. Yeah, it, it's just, it's, I don't understand. And, like, how, it says, like, claims to help you lose 10 pounds in a week, but if you eat, like, such small amounts for three days and then you eat whatever you want the next four days which is probably going to be like binge like behaviors because you've just Mm -hmm. deprived your body for three days straight how i don't see like how are you going to lose weight because weight loss as we know is just the result of a calorie deficit and yeah this these deficits on these first three days is far too low to like be maintained and it's also so low that I would think it would lead you to just eat. They can eat, easily eat, be eat binge the next back four days. Yeah, yeah, deficits. exactly, exactly. And also, the um, the oh, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? What was I gonna say, Hannah? Um, the <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I got it. The high fat of the cup of ice cream at night after barely any fiber is literally a recipe for IBS. Like, at the end of the day, like, you are not having a good stomach that next morning, for sure. Yeah, so I guess if you have IBS, don't do this diet. Um, But, okay, so one thing that you mentioned that I want to make sure I don't forget is... Mm -hmm. um, the actually no let's back up a second so the first thing i wanted to say is that they do they do on the military diet website say that if you want to keep losing weight on your days off too here's a menu plan to help you plan your four days off so then there's a 1500 calorie diet plan that you can follow on the four days off but then you're not really off because you're still dieting it doesn't make sense to me yeah Um, at a very big deficit yeah, so... Uh, I can't, there's a website for this? I'm going to the website while you're talking to me. Yeah, it's very, like, unprofessional, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. You'll see what I mean. But yeah. anyways, um, so that's one thing, you know, this kind of, like, 
you don't have to do it, but here's a meal plan that you can follow in your days off, but then it doesn't really make those days off anymore because you're still dieting. So I just don't really understand. And then there's some, there's a um, FAQ page on the website. And one of the questions is, and this is what you mentioned, can I exercise on the military diet? And the answer says, by all means, if you exercise in the military diet, you can expect even better results. We recommend walking 30 minutes every day while you're on the diet. That means seven days a week. If you're already on a cardio slash weightlifting slash circuit program before you start the diet, keep at it. But if your workout makes you feel dizzy or weak because of the low calorie count on the diet, something has to give. Slow down your exercise during three days and try something more moderate. If you feel uncomfortable or weak, stop what you're doing. How and about stop me, the diet? <laughs> right. That's what, I, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, if your diet is limiting you from, like, athletic performance and from, like, being able to improve your physical abilities, like, if it's restricting your physical abilities, that's not a good diet, in my opinion. No. Definitely not. Yeah. So, then... Okay, so then there's another question on the frequently asked questions that says, why am I losing less weight on the military diet than when I first started? And I just wanted to talk about this answer. So the answer says, when you first start the diet, your metabolism gets a bit of a shock and you lose weight quickly. The more the more weight you lose, the less calories you need to ingest and weight loss slows down. So that, I mean, is true like if, yeah. if you lose weight like your <laughs> metabolic rate is lower um but then it says for instance a three okay this is what i want to talk about for instance a 300 pound person probably burns about 3,000 calories a day if they go on a low calorie diet they'll lose weight quickly a 150 pound person only needs about 1500 calories a day so what? they'll still so they still lose weight but not as quickly thinner people need less calories to live and will lose weight more slowly so, that's not true yeah i don't know where they're getting what a 300 pound person needs 3,000 calories a day and a 150 pound person that's not true there's nothing and, and it's not your your body weight alone yes can be used in formulas to predict your oh my god um you know energy needs but the formulas number one are not as simple as no. Like 300 times 10. Like you need 10 calories per um, pound of body weight. That's not true. So. I feel like people don't know how much of our calorie needs actually have to go to like literally our brain functioning. Yeah. <laughs> like or it, just sitting, not all just of it has to do with. Yeah. Not all of yeah. it has to do with your body weight or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, that was like, where did they get that information? Because that is not true so that was a huge sad. red flag right there sad. and sad yeah exactly so yeah i mean to kind of sum it up i mean my issues with this diet are it's the perfect setup for like the binge restrict cycle you know you're mm -hmm. gradually kind of starving totally. yourself at the start of the week you get into the end of the week and you're no longer on the plan or you're on the off days and that mm -hmm. you know you've just just deprived yourself so you're going to eat and want to eat more and then come Monday, it's like, okay, diet starts Monday. Here we go again. And then you restrict and then you binge and then you restrict and then you binge. So it's a perfect setup for that. Um, I mean, number two is those calorie um, limits or the calorie 
counts for those days are just totally not enough and not sustainable um, for anyone, for like a child, you know, like that's how much Mm -hmm. a toddler needs to eat, not an adult. Um, I think that, yeah, it definitely probably keeps you coming back this kind of diet because it's easy to kind of go, Yes. All right. Well, I'm starting again on Monday. Like that's just how it works. You do it every week until you lose, or so it says, until you lose the weight that you wanted to lose. Um, so it definitely keeps you coming back, but it's not going to work. Um, and then, yeah, the thing about exercising is a red flag as well for me. Like if it's, you know, telling you to cut back on exercise and that like, mm. um, if you have to choose or like something's got to give it's exercise that needs to be, um, reduced. I don't really think that's a sign of a very healthy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, and like I said, if it's limiting your physical capabilities, not helping your physical capabilities, like giving you energy and giving you, um, the fuel that you need to move in the way that you want to move, it's not the right diet for sure. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of a brief summary of the military diet and how shitty it is. I don't know. Wow. Thank you for why bringing it's this. Called you the and military Caitlin. Diet. Yeah, Caitlin too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what it has to do with the military. I don't really understand that part. Um, because they I, definitely don't eat like this. No. they. If you think about like the military. Oh, and, I found it. So I okay. found a page, a page on the website that says it. Okay. The name comes from the discipline and willpower it takes to stay on the diet and follow it, just like the willpower and discipline it takes to stay in the military. That is so misleading because yeah. people yeah, probably It's like think, 75 hard stuff. Yeah. People probably think, though, that when they hear military diet, they probably think, like, this is what they do in the military. Right. You know what I and mean? And they're like, tough they, and strong. Yeah. yeah. And this is what tough, strong, healthy people do, when in reality, it has nothing to do with that. Um, and people in the military who are exerting themselves physically, likely, um, in certain situations have to eat a lot more than 1200 or 1400 calories a day. I'm on like a really weird part of the website where they take, um, what people said, like they've, other people have debunked the military diet and they take that debunking and they fight back on it. So one of the things that they say is that their their myth number one, their myth, not ours, but their myth is that weight loss on the military diet is just water weight. So they they basically like make up some stuff about how this isn't true. And they cite an article that I quickly went to look at here while we were talking. And that article has nothing to do with weight loss or or any like or water loss because of calorie deficits. So they're like definitely misleading people and. Their last myth is you will gain the weight back right away. And they say, no, you won't. You're not going to gain the weight back unless you start eating more calories. (laughs) So basically they're saying eat this little calories every single day. Yeah. Or you'll gain weight. So the diet is already set up. It just sets, it's setting you up to fail. Seriously. Yeah. So anyways, that's the military diet. Don't recommend Thank uh, but you it so was much fun to kind of look that. into and yeah. review. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thanks to Caitlin, my wedding planner, for telling me about it. <laughs> and giving <laughs> and me this. And my future content. wedding planner, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, guys. Well, like I said, we're gonna talk on Friday. We're gonna have a 
um, I think an interesting conversation about dieting for weddings mm, and mm. you know getting ready for the wedding. I think that's a um, a phenomenon that there's a lot of pressure um, yeah. to participate on in. women mostly. Yeah, exactly. So definitely tune into that. And yeah, I guess between now and then, go leave us a five star rating and review. Make sure you're following us on social. Our links are in the description and share this episode with a friend share it with someone who might need to hear why they shouldn't do the military diet unbelievable